Hey guys, welcome back. Season 1, Episode 2 of Two Dimes, Two Cents. My name's Claire, and I've had nine canceled first dates in 2019. I'm Ashley, <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I can't even follow that up. So we are Two Dimes, Two Cents. All right, guys, welcome back from last week. We had a whole conversation about, you know, traditional dating and online dating and our opinions on them. So, you know, I just started off with starting about canceled dates, which is funny because, you know, last week we talked all about them and I'm not going on any of them. So, (laughs) yeah, not great. Um, So we decided to call this episode Cancellations and Transformations because I'm getting canceled on People are, you know, transforming. The fuckboy transformery is a thing. It's real. Fuckboy transformery. When do you believe them? They make you psycho in the process. Just the whole nine. So my cancellations have been with guys traditional and online. Not with the same, you know, guy. Not the same, like, one guy or two guys. It's been a couple, but I've given them several chances. So we just wanted to, you know, take a minute, talk about excuses they give you, when to believe them. The whole shebang. Wanted to give a second chance. Yeah. So I was just telling Ashley before we started today that I, over, you know, when I first started my job in the beginning of January, um, I was talking to this guy and he lives uptown. And he and I agreed to go out for drinks after work and I was pretty excited about it. But I was also a little nervous because he just had ACL surgery. So he was on, he was on crutches. <laughs> And he, but he still agreed to come out with me after work and, like, get a drink. And I was like, wow, this guy, that's a winner. Like, Whoa. men are not trash. This guy's going to come out on crushes. Ashley's giving me the arms, hold flailing up, him over hold here. Hold up, hold up. So you're telling me this guy is going to hobble into the bar like freaking Tiny Tim <laughs> in the Christmas yes, Carol with yes. That is some goddamn dedication to the craft right there. Low-key, like... His, not even low-key, high-key, his, like, I, I kept saying, like, we don't have to do this. Like, we could just wait till you're healed to, like, go out. Like, or I could come to you, something easier. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, that was a turn-on. The fact that he was so, like, <laughs> so, like, driven to just, like, come down and see me. I was this like. man has no legs, but he wants to come see me. <laughs> <laughs> I was about it. But then he canceled on me. You know, womp, womp. <laughs> exactly. And then. I told him, you know what, it's fine. Like, I kind of figured, you know, you'd be in pain. This is going to happen. No big deal. We rescheduled for, like, two or three days later in my head thinking that was going to work. And, you know, all of a sudden he was going to be on crutches. Yeah, miraculously walking. You know, Jesus made the man that can't walk walk. So, (laughs) I don't know if that's true. You know, no surprise. Second canceled date. Adding to my strikes of nine. What was the second excuse? Um, Family member was homesick. Younger sibling. So, he was taking care of them. But either way, the... Do we believe that? I don't know. I believe, you know, he was in pain from the surgery. But that's the thing. When do you believe their excuses? When do you think their excuses are legitimate? Legitimatized. I can't even. Legitimatized. That was wrong. Legitimate. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> legit or not. Oh How about God, that? How do you know when their, how do you know when their excuses are legit or not? Like, what are some excuses you've gotten that you know are flat out lies or excuses um, that you would believe? Oh, I love my, the best, best best excuse that is always a lie is my car broke down 
or the generic quote, something came up. Like, what came up? Like, I don't know, a fucking tree in your backyard? Like, what came up? My <laughs> favorite, my personal favorite excuse of all time is not the whole like, oh, I got out of work late or oh my God, I just fell asleep after the gym. My bad. Those are like, okay. I like the ghosts too when they just like don't give me an excuse at all of the cancellation. They just literally just I think that's probably like three of my canceled dates is, oh, you were supposed to come pick me up? Where the frick are you? I texted you like, oh, we were supposed to get dinner? Oh, it's rolling around three o'clock and I text you, hey, what time, like, are you coming to get me? And you never answer? That's, that's when you feel like a real winner. What is that? But the excuse that just blows my mind is, oh my God, I totally forgot, like, it's this person's birthday. Oh, it's my mom's birthday. It's my sister's birthday. Oh, it's my best friend's birthday. Like, you knew that. For the entire year, you knew that. Oh, it's your mom's birthday? Wow. You're lying because me using my resources, I'm going to go on Facebook and see your mom posted something about being a Leo on her shared horoscope thing, and it's Sagittarius season. You're not going out to dinner for your mom's birthday. Her birthday's in August. Getting caught in the lie is the best part. But you can't call them out for you. You can't can't do it because then you're psycho. Me and Claire have a nice saying we've come up with. I'm not here to stock. I'm here to use my resources. Use your resources, lady. If he has snap maps, use it. I'm telling you guys, like, I snap maps to everybody. Girls, boys, colleagues, friends. I don't even know you. My uncle that I somehow am friends with on Snapchat. I am checking that snap map location like it is a, like, chronic disease that I need to cure in my body. (laughs) I am like, where the heck are you people? I want to know who's together. I want to know when, like, they have the little circle around them when there's two friends together. I'm like, who the hell are you with? Why are you with them? What are you doing together? Like, those are the things that go through my See, mind. See, but I feel like, yeah, like, I could be talking to someone, they're like, oh, I'm going to the gym. And then I'm like, oh, wait, you're at your favorite bar, but question mark. Me. But you can't call them out on it. You can't. Because then you're psycho. So that's what I, then that's when I kill them with kindness. I'm like, oh, so happy that you're focusing on your health you know go to the gym lift some weights baby you're doing so good i'm so proud of you you look so hot (laughs) you kill them with that kindness and they're like fuck shit like this girl loves me and i am doing bad and And then i'm like honey i don't like you at all so don't get excited (laughs) like i don't think guys and girls like i don't think anyone realizes how easy it is to catch someone on a lie it's very easy Lies, you never get out of lies. Like, didn't your mom teach you, like, never tell a lie? That's what my mom told me. Like, lies get you into more trouble than they're worth. Okay, but back to this, you know, what if, now I have my contrary belief. Like, you know, Claire has had her nine cancellations. <laughs> I'm in a situation It's where, so sad. Every time we say it, I'm just like, oh. Yeah, hey, it's okay. You know what? Claire has a kind of condition where she is this beautiful 37 on the scale of 1 to 10. And she's, like, you know, messing around with, like, some, some like, Five to sevens, and she's straight up a 37, <laughs> so I'm really unsure what she's doing. With Thank you, baby. But now, back to my question. I am warms in my situation heart. where I'm feeling like, how do you know if a quote-unquote fuckboy has transformed himself into non-fuckboyery? I, it's impossible to know. I mean, actions speak louder than words. A guy will tell you, all he wants. Oh. oh, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to take you out. You're so attractive. You're just like, you're great. Like My favorite is you're different from everyone else. Sweetie, I know I am. <laughs> I know I am. You don't got to tell me. You don't need to tell me. I know I'm a little, a little freaking weird. No, my sometimes. favorite is when someone tells you they want to see you or like, oh, I want to take you out, blah, blah, blah. 
push comes to shove, nine canceled dates. You don't want to take me out. Dates. But you know, yeah. So I like, think we just need to retitle the episode. I, nine canceled dates. Nine canceled dates is the new <laughs> name of this episode. Um, okay, so now back to my, my back to the transformed. And how do you believe them? What do you do? Do you give them the benefit of the doubt? Do I you... always give the benefit of the doubt, and it ends up hurting me, but I'll never not do it, just because it sounds so cheesy, but I have, like, so much, like, love to give, and, like, I just love, like, appreciating people and love just, like, making people feel good about themselves or asking people just, like, oh, my God, how was this? Oh, like, oh, you had this interview on Friday and texting them Friday, like, after and being like, oh, how was it? Blah, this blah, blah, is... or, like, pumping them up. PSA to all of our listeners, this is me and Claire's biggest downfall. We're best friends, so we can tell us about each other. We are so, so bad at being people pleasers. We're too good to them. You know, most girls, look, I have a girlfriend who swears by this method. She's been dating her boyfriend for like four years now, or five, five years, wow. Five wow. years. I don't even think I could like stay alive time, that long yeah. breathing because I, I just repel men with my entire being. But apparently, same. Yeah. <laughs> but so she's been dating this guy for five years, and I'm telling you, it's because she was a badass, no bullshit kind of gal. And me and Claire, we just love you, and we just want to like cook for you we, like, and like treat you like our mothers treat us. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. I we have, I just have so much like. I don't know, I just love people, and I just love, I give my friends, like, everything, and I just, like, put everything into my relationships, too, and then ended up backfiring, you know, but back to, you know, how do you know they're transformed, and you don't. They're going to tell you a thousand times different stories, different excuses, different things, and you finally are going to, you know, either cut them off, or you're going to be, like, me and Ash, who just kind of let things play out, um, and let it all, like, see how it happens, but... Something that my mom always says, like, her and my dad have been together for a very long time. Um, I want to say 24, 25 years now. Come on, Claire. You can do better to Patty. I know. You can do better. Sorry, Patty. Um, but I've asked her before because her and my dad are, are my relationship goals. They're the most amazing couple I've ever seen. And I've asked her, like, how did you know he was the one? Because, you know... We're starting to date now more in a serious sense, obviously, than we did in high school. So you're kind of, you don't want to waste your time, even though here we are wasting our time. I feel like an elderly woman most days. But I've asked her, <laughs> and she goes, You disregard my elderly woman all the time. <laughs> you guys don't understand. I tell Claire all the time, I'm like, I literally think I'm 97. So, like, she is, she's not surprised. Um, <laughs> she just keeps going. She's like, Ashley, shut up. We just roll with it. But, uh, my mom, says you never know you never like she didn't know he was the one she's like I just I took a leap of faith and I started my life with him and it was the best decision ever obviously because you know I was born out of that but (laughs) the greatest gift of life has been granted via Claire like my parents getting together created this amazing specimen of Claire so they can do no wrong See, my parents are a little different my mom was dating you know some guy and my mom and dad met at work and you know they, like, were friends at work, always friends, friends, friends. And then, like, my mom and my dad, like, my mom was like, I kind of want to go out with Mike. But she had the boyfriend, so she broke up with the boyfriend. Then she started dating my dad. Then the ex-boyfriend proposed. And then she went back to my dad, and she was like, I'm not marrying him. And then they That's like a love. soap opera. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. My parents fell in love. Like, my dad's so romantic. It's so funny. He's, like, the sweetest, romantic, most amazing guy. Yeah. And I swear. Claire, our parents' good marriage gives us too many high expectations on love nowadays in 2019, and that's a big issue. No. Nope. Having high expectations is not an issue. 
It's okay, not. You're right. You're right. Having high expectations right. is what we should have. We should set the bar high. Me and Ashley are just kind of enjoying being 21 and 22, and I'm not hurt by these canceled dates, and I will probably have many more canceled dates in my life, but I'm not hurt by these things because I know that, like, one day this won't be the case, and one day my high expectations will pay off, and I'll have that. Every Friday, my mom comes home, and my dad has a cocktail made for her in the fridge. She drinks peach New Amsterdam and orange juice every Friday. (laughs) Oh, my God. My dad shakes it, not stirred. Puts it in this red cup, and it's sitting in the fridge. And, like, that every Friday. And that's, it's not, like, oh, hashtag relationship goals. But that is a, he does that. He does that every week, a little thing out of, you know, his time, and it makes a huge difference. It's the little things. It really is. My dad loves my mom's flowers. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm big into old romance. Yeah. And I think that, like, nowadays people forget about, like, the basic core values of, like, a relationship or communication. Like, I don't want to know about your life via Instagram. As much as I post, like, a crazy person, and I'm on that Instagram, like, multiple times a day, at the end of the day, like, I want to know that you have people skills, that when I have a crappy day, like, you'll be there to make me a drink in a red cup in the fridge with alcohol that makes my stomach burn. Like, you know, like, that's what I want. That's what we want. I want that. Like, give me some alcohol burning my stomach if that's But do we think any, like, do you think the the guys that we know now will transform one day into men that will do that? See, I don't know. I like to think so. I mean, I'm in a situation where I feel like, you know, I hope that life pans out the way, like, the situation pans out the way I would like it to. However, like. I don't know. I worry about men nowadays. I definitely do. It's a conversation that I definitely think because I've had I, many a times with many a girlfriends, my friends, my yeah. brothers. Like, I've talked about, you know, how I'm like, I, I've said to my brothers before, like, I don't think I'll ever find a man that treats me the way daddy treats mommy. Like, that's, that is like a fear of mine. I mean, I'm not afraid of not finding it. I'm just afraid of it, like, getting so hurt in the process. Exactly. Okay, me and Claire had this whole episode planned from start to finish on like fun fuckboy tomfoolery, but we took a we just very rant. serious ass. But that's turn over that's here. the thing. Do we? Okay, so obviously, um, our parents went to high school in the eighties. You know, college and the eighties. Such a good time. If you don't know about the eighties, study the eighties. It was fabulous. I think Music, it was a little amazing. harder. It was harder to be a fuckboy. It was so much harder. You Your can't you were... can't text someone you up. You have to physically knock on their door. What you are you going to do? There's no cell phones. There. You No, no. You have to go out there and throw goddamn motherfucking pebbles at their window. Yeah, but that's Even like an that, 80s movie, and that's romantic. That's freaking romantic. Fuck boyery in the 80s? So romantic. So romantic. You can't say it was not fuck boyery in the, in the 80s. Okay, tell me it wasn't. When, like, you know. I would say like, it was tomfoolery. Okay, it was tomfoolery, but I <laughs> fuck boyery in the 80s is what I'm going to call it. But our parents didn't have to deal with the fuck boys that we do, and they don't have to sit here and analyze... Will they ever transform? Dude, we're... S- Our moms didn't blown. send, like, Snapchats and be left on red. Like, that wasn't a thing. Yeah. I don't know. See, I think... Leave- Our dads had to mature because once, oh. you know, once you, you hit a certain point, you have to call that girl to see if she wants to go to dinner. Yeah. And then if you want to cancel... You gotta call her again to cancel. And you probably gotta get her dad or her brother or her mother answering the phone before she picks it up. <laughs> but, like, let's say, let's say, you know, back to the beginning of the story, the guy from Uptown, let's say it was 
1982 and we're both living in the city, he'd have to call my house phone and leave a message. So I would be, after work, I would have gone to the bar and waited for him and then realized I've been stood up and have to go home and listen to my answering machine because doubtful that he would have called work. Yeah, and then you know what? He would have been out right away and then we wouldn't have a second consultation. There wouldn't be a second Well, because at be that no point, you'd be like straight up stood up. Oh, yeah. But... And that's when you say, boy, bye. Mm-hmm. So when in your book, when would you cut someone off for dumb excuses? Not for wronging you, per se, but for dumb excuses. Um, when would I cut someone off for dumb excuses? First time. If you're not serious about me, I'm not serious about you. Oh, so if... I, but I'm like, okay, I used to be lenient. If now some, I'm like trying to get into like my cold-hearted bitch roots, you know? Like I see, wanna, I can't. I, I no, try to get in that phase every Claire, like two weeks and I try, but I can't. I'm look, not a cold-hearted bitch. You gotta coach, I gotta coach Claire through this, guys, because you know... I wish I was. You gotta. You gotta stand your ground. If you think you're being like, you know, played, say bye-bye. I'm telling you, it'll change the game. I'll tell you a story. A couple of months ago, I was, like, probably two, three, four months ago now, I was seeing this guy. Yeah. And, you know, he used to always, you know, take me out. It was a good time. He was a good guy. No problems with him. But except when we were out, he would, like, talk about his future dates with other girls. And I'd be like, whatever. What? Wait. No, we only went on, like, two or three dates. It wasn't that deep. Like, but it was just still. casual drinks. Yeah. And I think that, like, he thought that that was, like, alluring to me that other guys wanted him. I mean, other girls, sorry. Other girls wanted him. Guys, too. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat. But, anyways, like, I thought he thought that alerted me. Some people find jealousy attractive. Oh, yeah. No, I'm but then he texted me again, and he was, like, a couple times later, and was like, oh, yeah, I'm at the botanical gardens with this girl, and, like, you know, she's not you. And I was like, okay, well, that's that's fine. No, then, like, I just kind of let it go. Then he had the audacity. Well, I don't think it was audacity. I think it was pretty, honestly, like, pretty shameful. It was kind of, like, cool. I felt pretty good about myself. He texted me. He goes... You're my first rejection in NYC. Congrats. And I was like... That's BDE. That's straight up BDE. What's BDE? Big dick energy, boo. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know the lingo. But he... So he texted me Because, like, that. what does he expect you to say back to that? Well, you know what I said? I was like, sorry, I'm just not interested in, you know, your type of person. That's even bigger dick energy. I know. I got Six that. foot dick on the table. I, BDE to the max over here. But, yeah, so, like, I don't know. I think it's all about, like, you know, you have a gut instinct. I have seen a psychic, and the psychic told me I have psychic abilities, and I don't know. <laughs> I, no, I, guys, you swear. No, I, I know. Swear, I swear. This is why I'm obsessed with uh, astrology. We're having a whole episode on it. We'll talk about it later. But <laughs> I went to a psychic, and they told me that I have psychic intuition, but I don't know how to access it. And I'm telling you, I do. I feel things in my bones. Like, when I meet someone, I'm like, nope. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and most times, it's always right on the money. Yeah. And so I met this guy, and I was like, no, this is not it. Like, it's New York, and we get it, and we've talked about it, that you could be seeing multiple people at the same time. Um, but who is... Because you're, you're, you know, you're doing you or whatnot, but you don't go on more than, like, I would say four dates with someone and not kind of oh, he was... say... You could go on, you know, four dates with two different guys, and at that point, you know which one you kind of like more to continue seeing, and then to stop seeing the other one. Oh, see, this guy was like you can't, and you don't tell them about each other. Yeah, no, he was weird. He was like, "Yeah, I'm doing better. I used to go on five, six hinge dates a week. Now I'm down to one to two. And I was like, "Yeah, this this drinks thing is over. 
Uh, check, please. That's... <laughs> it was sus. It was that's sus. some money on him. It was sus. It was really sus. Because that's bills. Yeah. No, he, that, he had a great job, so, like, I don't blame the bills. He definitely had some bills, but I don't care about the bills. I can't believe he had more dates in a week than I've had in, like, two months. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. We're still living our best lives, Claire. Let's be real. <laughs> Hashtag nine dates. Hey, you did great with your nine dates. <laughs> so, we're gonna... We're just gonna give our two cents on the episode. Claire, Ashley, you start with your two cents. My two cents is be a little psycho in using your resources. He has Snap Maps, and he told you he's somewhere. Check it. You don't gotta call him out, but keep that in the back of your head. His mom's birthday, his sister's birthday. Check that, cause you know, you know it's out there. You know you can get that information pretty easily. It's easily obtainable. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> It's just, you're not psycho, you're playing Sherlock Holmes. We love that. Okay, my two cents for the week is trust your instincts. We have natural-born biological instincts in our bodies. Thank you, evolution. (laughs) (laughs) But we have these natural-born instincts. Follow them. You feel weird about something? It's probably freaking weird. Don't do it. So that's my instincts for the day. My instincts. My sense for the day. Also following my instincts on that one, too. But, yeah, that's what I'm feeling. And then we'll give a little Penny for Your Thoughts by Patty O'Brien. We love Patty O'Brien. Would just be, do you guys think that you should, that you should blindly, like, have faith and just, like, fall into these things and just hope for the best? Or that, you know, you should be more calculated about it? We'll post, we'll post on our stories at Two Dimes Two Cents on Instagram. You guys could let us know for a penny for your thoughts. And this has been Two Dimes Two Cents. I'm Claire. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. At night she's screaming, I'm on my mind. Oh, she's hot but a psycho, so left but she's right.